Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Welcome to the Women in Tech Weekly Remix episode. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. To connect and collaborate with extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. This is Jill Dretzka, the founder of Work and Woof, the country's only indoor dog park and co-working space based in Austin, Texas. I was fresh out of school and it was right at the height of like social media taking off for businesses and, I, you know, the iPhone and just everything. I was so fascinated by the idea that everything could be done from my phone. Yeah. I just I thought that was like the coolest thing I could bank and I could, you know, do all these amazing things. And social media just was so awesome as on a personal level and then realizing that I could do it professionally just like took it to a whole new level. And what were those interactions, both personal and professional, uh, that happened? Like, did you have it at home growing up? Um, yeah, I mean, I had a computer. <laughs> I had like a big old PC growing yeah. <laughs> up. And then when I went away to college, I like begged my parents for a Mac. And I was like, yeah. I want to be like all Apple specific. <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> Mac was the cooler one. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I had like a ch- like chunky white like uh, MacBook. And I just thought I was so cool. And then I never looked back. I have like an iPad, two phones, a watch, and a <laughs> I don't know about that watch, man. All of you have the watch. And I just, I feel like my ADD would be on fuego if I had the watch. Oh, well, I'm not wearing it today, and it was totally by accident, but I'll be standing meeting with somebody, and it'll buzz, and I yeah. I can't not look at it. Yeah, and yeah, people yeah. are like, am I keeping you? And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's such a bad habit. <laughs> Probably should wear it less. And then how did you parlay your curiosity for tech into your professional life? When did that begin? Um, you know, probably when I first started out, I didn't realize how much I could use technology to my advantage. I really just kind of was teaching myself. And as I learned about more tools and tricks and products that would help streamline my business and make it easier, I just fell in love with how much it propelled my business forward. What was your first company? Um, it was uh, Social Spark Marketing. That's what it was called. And I um, and then I changed the name a few years later to Spark and Influence. And I just I really loved the idea that we could use social media to reach such a wider audience for businesses. I started my dad was my very first client. 
And then and and then when did you create? You got wolf in part. Uh, work and wolf. Work, work and wolf. Yeah. Which is dogs. I sound like I've never wolfed before. <laughs> um. Uh, so work and wolf. When did you spark that idea? So I moved here last year. I got a dog right away. I grew up with cats, so yeah. I'm not <laughs> not a really? dog person. That's yet. funny. And I really wanted a dog, and I was looking for a co-working space that I could bring her. But I want she's she was one years old. And I wanted her to run around and play. And yeah. all the co-working spaces, as you know, in Austin are like, oh, they need to be quiet or tied down. Yeah. And I was like, we're going to get kicked out for right. sure. <laughs> and so um, I worked at home and then Hurricane Harvey hit and we got all that rain. And I was asking people, I was like, what are you doing? It rains. They're like, oh, we just keep our dogs inside. Right. And I was like, you know, there's got to be a better solution. And so that was September of last year. And I just... I have no chill. I thought of it and I was like, I think I'm just going to run at this with everything I have. This is Jennifer Alderetta, VP of Operations at Threat Care, helping companies build, measure, and maintain their cybersecurity. We're based in Austin, Texas. I would say I'm just very, very curious about how the world around me works and how to solve problems. So I think just being curious and trying to hone in that skill of solving problems has has gotten me to the point where I am. My name is Spree Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world here in Austin, Texas at the incredible Impact Hub. I love it here. This place is making me want to move to Austin. And I have Jennifer here with me. Hello, Jennifer. Hi, it's good to be here. Oh, I'm so I'm like as you know, I'm like super stoked on this morning. Um, Jennifer, go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. My name is Jennifer Alderetta. I'm the VP of operations at a local cybersecurity startup called Threat Care. My background's kind of all over the place. I've done mechanical engineering, uh, design, front-end development, and landed at a Threat Care doing operations and marketing for them. Amazing. And when did you start your journey and become coming experience doing operations at this job actually so it was something that I had never done before and yeah I, I've done a lot of other things in regards to startups I am self-taught in a lot of different areas so operations for me was really just a new challenge to take on and I it's I never saw myself in this position but it's been amazing and how did you get hired for a job that you weren't seasoned in so I previously worked for Techstars. Um, there's the Techstars program ran that I worked for last year from January through April in Austin. And Threat Care was part of the 10 company cohort. And I was hired as a creative associate to be available to those 10 cohort companies in 
whatever capacity I could be helpful in. Right. Um, and I met the founder through that program, and we started talking and realized that our values were very much in alignment. We had a lot of the same interests, a lot of the same ideas about how we wanted to build a company. So I got poached after that program ended and started on the operations path. That is so cool. Yeah. Tell us just, I know a lot of the tech community knows what Techstars is, but just in case I don't like to alienate anyone, can you give us a brief overview of what is Techstars? Yeah. And how important they are to our our, our community? Yes, they're very important. So Techstars is a global accelerator program. When I was part of the program, they were in 30 cities. I think they've since expanded, so I can't speak to exactly how many there are. But it is essentially a a three-and-a-half-month hardcore boot camp for early-stage startups to get mentorship, to uh, solidify their idea, to... Basically, just get as much help with uh, getting their business up and running as they possibly can. I was made to be available to them because I, my background's a little bit all over the place. But yeah, Techstars is an amazing program and they give a lot of opportunity to early stage companies, including funding. And at the end of it, they, they have a demo day where uh, the founders go out and pitch to try to raise money. This is Barbary Runner, Chief Marketing Officer of Funware, and we create great experiences for brands and their consumers. Here in Austin, Texas, Funware produces an enterprise cloud platform for mobile that is a set of SDKs, solutions, services, data, audience creation, and monetization for Fortune 5000 brands. Um, We've been in the business for 10 years, and we really help Brands develop great and enriching mobile experiences, wayfinding experiences, location-based experiences, all on mobile um, with the um, with the idea that they will build a better, more monetizable and more engaging and more delightful relationship with their consumers. Awesome. And when did you first fall in love with technology? Did you have technology at home growing up? So I'm a little bit... I'm a little bit too old to have really had technology at home growing up. Um, that was sort of back in the day of Atari computers. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I fell in love with technology when I went to work at Microsoft. I didn't even realize that a tech career would be something I'd want to pursue, and I kind of fell into it. I got my first job in my 20s at Microsoft as, a, um, as an editor on the very one of the very first CD-ROM products out there. Um, and very quickly learned that I had an aptitude for technology, for project management, for program management. Got a great mentor, learned to learned to write some code, and I was kind of off to the races. And it was the most fascinating thing I'd done with the most incredible collection of people from great backgrounds. So it just really sort of piqued my interest and kept my mind journeying. And how did you find the city of Austin? Are you uh, from here? No, I'm not from here. Um, my two best friends from college moved to Austin. Um, Gosh, I want to say 30 years ago now. And um, when I lived in Seattle for 17 years, I'd come down here to get warm and dry. It and is definitely warm. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, it's a little it's a little warmer than usual today. But you know, Seattle is known for its beautiful scenery and for its gray skies. And I'd come down here, and Austin wasn't nearly anything that it is today. Um, there was literally nothing downtown except for the Capitol and a few office buildings. And I just loved it. I loved the people. I loved the food. Um, I've had favorite restaurants here for more than 20 years, and I've always known that I wanted to be in Austin at some point in my career, just 
wasn't able to make it happen until sort of the second half of my career. What do you love about the Austin tech community and specifically how does Austin help push women forward? Oh, that's interesting. So what I love about the Austin tech community is really closely aligned to what I love about Austin, period. So there's this remarkable heart to the community. I mean, I would classify us as a tier three tech community just Mm -hmm. for like, you know, just for example, um, Austin tech headquarter companies deliver about 24 billion in revenue to Austin's bottom line. That's less than one third of what Microsoft produces with the same number of employees. So we're not a huge tech market, but we're a tech market with a lot of heart. And we have this really robust small to midsize enterprise space, especially in the enterprise plumbing and guts piece that we play really successfully in. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.